Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Spooksters, welcome back to another episode of Stabby Snippets. It's me, Jessica. And as always, I am joined with my ghoul friend, Tara. Hey, Spooksters. So today, in real time, is July 22nd. And this is kind of all over the missing persons news right now. So if you are Googling things and you've come across this story, great. I hope they have more information out by the time you guys are listening to this. But as of right now, this is what I have. This is the story of a missing person from September of 1999. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. In September of 1999, a body was found. It was September 6th, to be exact. And I'm going to say this wrong, and I apologize for the people of this area. Angola. Sounds right. Angola, Indiana, and she was found in a field. She was naked and her bra was around her neck. So it kind of was indicating that she had been strangled. She had a small tattoo on her back that was either believed to be a cross or a palm tree. And nothing was really known about this woman. They had taken a sketch of her. They took a picture of her ring, of her watch. They were sending out, um, like, This is what she looked like. She had like shoulder length brown hair. I mean, we're really trying to get kind of an accurate description, but essentially she was a white woman with shoulder length brown hair who was missing. Basic Jane Doe. Right. Total basic Jane Doe and has literally been staring at this. It's the Steuben County um, Sheriff's Department for almost 20 years. They were like, what the hell? Like, who, who is this woman and where can we, you know, how do we solve this case? Well, an interesting turn of events happened. A woman by the name of Jessica Gaeus, she did one of those family tree like Ancestry.com or 23andMe. And because this is what's happening these days, which I think is a good thing, law enforcement is feeding missing persons, John Doe's, those kind of DNAs into cases or into these systems to see if they can get dings. And essentially, they found her. They found her daughter. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So Jessica Gallegos had done this, and her mother, Tammy Lynn Cabanaugh, had gone missing around September of 1999. That's crazy. Right? The one infuriating thing about this case that I've been looking for is I cannot find a single like record of this woman prior to them discovering who she was. What the fuck? Right. Like, I would think, like, in any news article, they'd say, like, she would, she disappeared on this date. So, all they really know is that her name is Tina Cavanaugh. She is from Detroit. And when she went missing in 1999, she was 36 years old. Oh, geez. Oh, so I scrolled a little bit farther down in this article. So, apparently, she'd been missing since July of 1999. Okay. 
Then her body was discovered in September, and they just didn't really know who she was. And so through all of this, Jessica, her daughter, was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to find out about myself. And I can understand her daughter was 16 when she went missing. So that's a huge age. Like, that's a big age to lose a parent because it's kind of like where you have a lot of developmental growths and especially in personality if you're a woman. And so I think she was probably just like searching for a bigger picture. I'm speculating. I don't really know. But she said that she got a call from the Steuben County Sheriff's Department and she thought it was spam. Because she lives in Colorado. So she's like, uh, so she didn't answer it. And I think they left a message. And then she listened to the recording. I was like, whatever. And the guy was like, I am not taking no for an answer. So he goes on Facebook and finds this girl, this woman. She's not a girl. Oh, you know, it's weird. So her mom disappeared when she was 36. If Jessica was 16, that means she's 36. Oh, that's creepy. Right? That's just what just sunk in. So the Steuben County Sheriff, Rodney Robinson, was like, I need to get a hold of this person. So he Facebooked her and was like, look, I, you haven't returned my calls. I really think that you are related to this Jane Doe we have. I really want to be able to put a face and a name together. Please call me back. So she calls him back. Or actually, at first, again, she's like, okay, I am literally being stalked by the weirdest person <laughs> type situation, right? So she Googles him and finds out that he's like a legit sheriff in this county. And she calls him back. And then he calls back. But of course, there's like a time difference, which I don't think is that much from Colorado to Illinois or to Indiana. It's like an hour. Yeah, because I don't think they're East Coast time. So no, if they're central. It's only like an hour difference. Yeah. Right. So she said that he called really early in the morning and she couldn't she couldn't do it. She couldn't take the call her husband had to and is basically confirming that this is her mother. So this was back in May. So it took some time because obviously she lives in Colorado to get everything identified because I don't think it's just like as quickly as, you know, like, oh, that's my mom. Right. As of right now, they do not have any suspects any idea what has happened all they know is that they have found this body the police are of course thrilled that they've identified the body because i think also having an identity to a jane doe, like to a jane doe or a john doe helps the story because when someone's kind of faceless or nameless i should say it's not really like there i don't think there's a sense of urgency but like when you know someone because when you know who they are you know they have loved ones and you know loved ones want answers so the police are asking if you have any knowledge of Tina Cavanaugh and how she died or who she might have been around with at the time of her disappearance in 1999. They are urging you to contact the Steuben County Sheriff's Department and you can reach them at 260-668-4646. I know that probably our spooksters don't know, but hey, some of you live in Indiana. Yeah. We have Indiana spooksters, so you never know. I'll make sure to copy that into the show notes in case you don't have time to write it down. I know some of you guys are commuters, so it'll be there for you as well. Mm -hmm. It's a while ago, like 20 years, which this story is quite amazing because it actually makes me feel like there's hope out there. Mm -hmm. Like if they can identify this woman 20 years after she was murdered, there's hope for all the Jane Doe's out there. Hell yeah, absolutely. It just blows my mind that like when you were trying to get more information, you couldn't find anything. That's just crazy. It broke like yesterday and today. So I think the more information, the more they probably will contact like 
Jessica and her family. And it just, it, it kind of sounded weird. Like she was from Detroit, but she was found in Indiana. And I don't know, I'm not good with geography, especially around like Michigan, because it's, Michigan is a difficult state to begin with because of how it's broken up. And I've heard it's beautiful. Yeah, I've seen some great pictures, definitely. Wouldn't be opposed to going, but <laughs> it's more of like, I have no idea where things are. You know, I, I know California geography, kind of. I just, I don't think I ever really paid attention. My bad. Spookster is my bad. <laughs> but if for some weird chance you know something about this story, please contact that sheriff's department or um, spread this news. These stabby snippets where we talk about missing persons or unsolved murders. Definitely share that information because the more people who know, the greater the chance of someone saying something, finding out something. Yeah, absolutely. That's another reason why we did this whole extra yeah. mini-sode segment. I know we kind of have our little bit of a smart-ass name on it, but we do want to put the news out there to not only inform you guys because our generation we had this conversation off the show like that's how most of our generation it seems like consumes information and news and things like that but you know if we can help on our you know our small little platform we can to get info out there for people then we absolutely will and of course jessica will bring more info in the coming months as this case develops or if we get any updates. Yeah, I got a Google alert on this case now. So we will keep up with what's happening. And we I really hope that they come and they find out the person who did this. I am a big believer that people will get their comeuppance. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to mention too, for those of you guys listening, if you have any suggestions on current or new cases in the news you'd like us to cover or keep our eyes on, we're happy to do so. You can always send those suggestions to our emails or DM them to us as well. I know we've gotten a couple of them here or there that we've kind of got in our pocket that we're keeping an eye on right now mm -hmm. that may not have as many updates yet, but that will be coming out soon. So yeah. Yeah. I really find like this Stabby Snippets is really special and I really hope you guys are enjoying it. Tune in next Monday for what is Monday? Just our next regular episode. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I was trying to think of when this was going up and if it was listeners, but that was last week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can figure things out, I think. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we will see you on the next episode. Have a good day, evening, whatever time of day you're at. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.